welcome to the Lightworkers podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Cousins, a body and mind transformation coach and lightworker in this lifetime. My mission is to help you live an authentic life that is in alignment with your higher self by helping you to drop your emotional, mental and physical weight so you can step into your power and embody your inner goddess. You are inherently worthy and deserve to attract all of your divine desires. With the advice and tools that me and my amazing guests are going to share with you in every single episode, you will soon be able to shift your paradigm and start living the life you have always dreamed of. Let's elevate the collective consciousness together, one step at a time. Welcome back to the Lightworkers podcast. Today I'm sharing an Instagram live with you that I had a few weeks ago with manifestation and mindset coach Shannon Enos, where we talked about our journey and how we hit rock bottom many years ago and how we rose from the ashes and what we did to get back out of the rut that we were stuck in. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. And that it is helpful for you if you are in a similar situation right now as we were back then. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Awesome. I was kind of filling people in on the fact that we're going to talk about our journeys, that you and I had a great conversation preparing for this live and how we've discovered that many of our um, like many of our aspects to our journey has been similar. And so, yeah, just getting excited to share that with you. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about it. I really enjoyed, um, talking to you last week as well when we had our Zoom. I think you just mentioned that as well. Yes. Yes. When we had that, that was, it is really good. I love the fact that our um, that we both found law of attraction when we were actually at that rock bottom. So, yeah. so let's get started and let's start sharing what I'll let you go first and just kind of tell me what was your life like at the, at that rock bottom? Like, where were you at mentally, physically, you know, like all of that, what was it like? Yeah, it was really a mess. It's, it's the best way to to um, describe it really. So I was so unhappy, um, not only with myself, but with my life as a whole, um, which now looking back makes a lot of sense because I was unhappy with myself. And so mm-hmm. I always used to attract the wrong people into my life. So I always gave 100%. Um, I'm a very nurturing person in general. So I would always be there for my friends. And then they would always backstab me so mm-hmm. I never really had any true friends at that time so mm-hmm. also with men I always attracted the wrong men so um I always got hurt I always got played with and that just kind of always reaffirmed to me that feeling that I had inside that I'm just not good enough I'm not worthy I'm not mm-hmm. deserving of love or deserving of any good things happening to me um and I always observed everyone around me and I could see 
so many people around me that were happy that they seemed like they were literally like lack on legs, you know, like these kind of people that always had like the best opportunities kind of like fell into their lap. They were always happy. They had like supportive friends. They had a great partner. And I was always wondering why, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I broken, so to speak? So I genuinely thought I was broken, like I needed to be fixed or something. And I put all of that on me. So all these negative emotions. um, And that really fueled my depression and anxiety and also an eating disorder that I struggled with for nearly two decades. Um, And so that was just this, I still remember there was this point in my life where I just, I, I generally didn't know what was the point of me being here. Like it was a very, very dark place. Um, and now when I look back, like even just talking about it now, it's very hard for me to even understand why I was feeling that way because it seems like I was a completely different person. Like it seems like I'm looking back at someone else, someone that was outside. Yes. And so it was, I was genuinely just questioning my role here on this world. Like why am I here? What is my purpose if I, I can't seem to get anything right? I can't even yeah. seem to get my life um, on track. So I didn't know what my future was going to look like. I just, I didn't feel like I had the strength to continue and to move on um, in this mm-hmm. life. And that was really like the lowest point um, that I'd ever been. I completely understand that. Like for me, it was the, kind of the same way. Like my life was just hitting that rock bottom and I wanted out of life. And I always say that, and I always preface it with, I personally, I wasn't in a suicidal place, but I wanted the life that I was living to end. Yeah. And so by saying that, it was like, I'm, I, I personally wasn't wanting to die. I just wanted this life to stop because I was so, I was at that rock bottom. I was, you know, my health was horrible. My health was just horrible. I mean, I was going through cancer treatments and I was walking with a cane and, you know, like I, my speech wasn't the greatest. And so like the progress that has taken place now is just amazing. But relationships were kind of like you, like you were attracting the wrong people. You were, but it was like you were attracting in the wrong versions of people you were attracting in. And I was doing that. I mean, I was my, even my family relationships were in a bad place. And so it was health, money, relationships, all of it was just at this horrible place. Yes. And so to be able to, I mean, I was, I was desperate. I was in that desperate state. I needed something to change. Me too, yeah. So with that, with that, what was it that made you not want to give up? Yeah, I was just going to about to oh, ask okay. the same question. Okay. <laughs> um, so for me, it's when I look back now, I can clearly see that that was divinely guided oh. um, by the universe because I had this breakdown. Um, and I was something inside of me just told me to not give up just yet. Like there was this this inner voice. It was, um, I would say it was more than my intuition, but it was just this inner voice that told me, just give it one more day. And then the next day I went on Instagram and I saw, I can still see it so clearly in front of me. I saw a post and it's, it said, the quote um, below the post said, your outer world reflects your inner world. And it mentioned the law of attraction. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I had never heard of the law of attraction before. I was like really intrigued. I wanted to know what it was because that resonated with me so deeply. It hit me on such a deep level, that quote. Um, and so I just started researching. And then that got me into this whole spiral of learning yeah. and finding everything out about the law of attraction, educating myself. And it was like the curtain had been finally lifted off my eyes. Like I could literally see so clearly now. And I that was just my breakthrough. I understood this was the reason why my life was like that and why I felt like this. So that was very powerful. I know. It was kind of like that for me as well with searching for that. Um, Keeping me going was my youngest daughter because in that time it was like – she was still in high school. And so I kind of had to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I was at, you know, so for me, it was her kind of that driving force. But because of my years of, I mean, throughout the years, I was like, always reading self help books, self development, you know, all of those like self improvement, how to be this, the best mom, or, you know, how to be the best wife, or I was always searching and everything. And this time, it was like, something else clicked with me. And so because I was at that rock bottom, I was like looking for, you know, Google, here we come, you know, let's search all the different and let's see what we can come up with. And that's sort of what happened was in my search for that, I discovered um, law of attraction. Now, what I also discovered was that I had been reading law of attraction books like some of the titles and everything. I've been reading them, but I didn't put the pieces together. So, yeah, um, that's sort of what kind of triggered me to be able to discover because I was looking for what I was going to do to get out of this rut that I was in and build my life back up. And so I really just wanted like action steps, right? Like, yes, like what can I actually implement? Like, what can I do straight away? Yeah, I'm that way. I'm like, give me A, B, C, D or one, two, three, and I will follow the (laughs) course. So, yes. Yes, totally. So what um what did you start implementing at first? Did you find like what were your two or three things that you can still clearly remember that you even still do now? Yeah. Number one was definitely gratitude journaling. That was the very first thing that I implemented because they were, you know, all the things that I was searching and stuff always said that you've got to do gratitude journaling, at least write down three things that you're grateful for. And I still to this day now I write more than three things now. Um, I am notorious for I can fill up a page I could go, you know, like, I am notorious for writing my gratitude because I just it feels good. So that's the number one thing that I started with. Um, I probably I'm trying to think what else. Um, my mindset, my vibe, I, the vibe that I was, I was aware of the thoughts that I was um, entertaining throughout the day and the vibe that I was radiating out. So I always wanted to make sure that I was like radiating out this happy vibe. Now, because it was law of attraction, I thought I always had to do that. So I was like over the top. My daughters would come around me and they'd be like, oh, mom, tone it down just a little, you know. And so probably I went to the extreme but um, learning now, obviously, I don't have that extreme anymore. 
But I know that our vibe that we're projecting out is very important. So I still implement that today. And then the third thing was probably back then that I still love to do, and that is creative journaling or vision boards. Now, I know that a lot of people have talked about vision boards, but I did vision boards totally different. Like I would create different ones, like little ones, or I'd do it in my journal as a journaling page. And I would get creative with it. And I'd be like, you know, whether it was something like I am and just all the different words that I wanted to embody. And so I'm really tuned into that creative energy because it helped shut off the negative in my life. And so it allowed me to tune in. So those are probably the top three things. And I still do a lot of those now. What about you? I love that. It's so similar for me as well. Like you say, the first thing I started doing and that I still do now every single day without missing it for one day is definitely practicing gratitude. It's, yes. it's, it's honestly like the most simple thing you can do. And it, it also, it sounds so simple. It probably sounds like, oh, really? Can that actually right. change the way I'm feeling? But um, it, it really did. Like in the beginning when I just started, it was hard, I have to say, because back then, obviously, when you were in that states um it's hard to think of things you're grateful for but then I stuck with it regardless Mm -hmm. and I try to think of one more thing every single day I also started out with free I don't know why it always seems to be free I know think of three things yeah and um like you say it just became easier and now I just when I journal I can think of so many things like I could literally fill the whole journal most likely with that so it's something that I definitely feel like you also cultivate, like it grows the more you get into that mindset of really thinking about what can I be grateful for. And you come up with all of these the little things and then the big things and it just adds on and on and it's really beautiful. And um, I love what you said about how you felt like you had to be like in this happy <laughs> state all the time because it's it was the same for me and it's definitely something that I... Um, I see, like, I think there's a lot of misconception out there that you have to be in this, like, high vibration all the time. And if you're not, then you can't manifest or you're just right. going to fuck it up, so to speak. So right. um, it was, that was such a thing for me as well. Like, I, um, I used to start really consciously observing my thoughts. And I think that was, apart from practicing gratitude, one of the most powerful things, definitely the second most powerful thing, because it enabled me to observe how I'm speaking to myself because right. how I spoke to myself back then just wasn't nice at all mm-hmm. um, I, I used to engage in self-loathing all the time and so that was really good for me to see when I con- consciously observe my thoughts and then also my emotions I can redirect my thoughts and also redirect my focus and obviously where your focus goes your energy flows and so right. that was really helpful but I was always kind of scared and worried um and I was like thinking oh my god I just had a negative thought <gasps> Something bad is going to happen. I know. And so it's really paranoid. <laughs> and um, I think that's very, um, very important to understand that we, it's impossible for us to always like 24 yeah. seven be like so happy, go lucky, positive, like everything's great. And on the inside, you just want to like, Ugh. yeah. Um, and so I, and even now, I mean, um, nothing is ever perfect. We're all going to encounter problems or struggles or hardships in our lives and it's always going to be like that but I think it's 
it's so powerful because now that we're aware, we have the right tools in place and we can always get back on track. Exactly. Yes. So I think um, that is, that was definitely the the biggest change um, and the biggest takeaway that I had. And I still, I still do this now. I'm still, this is just something that I never really stopped doing once I, I started with, like you said, with practicing gratitude and, and journaling and consciously observing your thoughts and how you speak to yourself and right. um, also affirmations affirmations oh, was one yes. of the things the first things I did yeah so that was at first it, it was also very weird because again it was. I, <laughs> I, I mean I don't know how I, I guess it was the same for you but when you're in that state and then you you start saying something to yourself that is just not how you're feeling right now it's it seems like a fraud at first yes that that's how I felt did you notice, did you ever notice that when you were saying certain affirmations that, like, I discovered that I had been saying affirmations without knowing that they were affirmations, um, you know, and I don't mean the negative self-talk. I mean, like, one of mine is I can do anything that I set my mind to. And yeah. I've said that for years, like even before knowing anything about law of attraction, law of assumption, any of that, I have had that belief within me. And so then you like start to become aware of some of those affirmations that you've already been telling yourself. Did you have yes. any affirmations like that? Um, I, I can't really actively think of any because I, I was always like thinking really negatively in my okay. head. Um, for as long as I can remember, really. But once I I started implementing them, then then it became unnatural. Yes. And then once um, I started also actively going after my goals because I started manifesting, to me, then when in my head I was saying to myself, I can do this and yes. I am going to succeed and I can achieve this, then it just felt so easy and natural. And I think that really also then fueled me to actually take action and like mm-hmm. do the uncomfortable thing and really yes. just go after it. So, yes, it's definitely very powerful when it comes to affirmations. Even yes. I can be weird. I, I just um, had a couple had a couple of people comment. Um, somebody said that they have a question. So at the very yeah. end, we're almost we're just kind of a- answering a couple of questions back and forth, and we're talking a little bit, and then we're going to answer questions at the very end. So yeah, we are planning on answering questions, and we're happy to do that as well. Um, but I wanted to throw that in there so that they would know that we weren't ignoring them because I am reading the comments as they're popping up. <laughs> yeah, so. So what was the biggest, or the first or the earliest, that that first thing that happened that made you see that shift in your life? Yeah, it was definitely, I I started noticing that I attracted different people into my life. And it's actually very um, funny because I can still remember this as if it was yesterday, but it was in 2017, early 2017. Um, I met one of my best friends now so she's like one of my best friends I love her to bits and that was a few months after I had just started doing everything I just said practicing gratitude the affirmations consciously observing my thoughts and so that was the biggest aha moment where I actually could see that what I was implementing started to manifest into my reality and I took it took me a while to 
actually stop and realize and, and just think to myself, hold on a second. Did you manifest that? Right. That was just so fascinating to me because at that point I really wanted to find someone that I could just not, that I could speak to and not feel as alone and lonely as I felt at that point. And yeah, it happened and it was amazing. And I still, that, when I look back now, I'm just still amazed how that whole, how all of it happened because it didn't even take months. It didn't take a long time. Um, And so I really think when you set your mind to actually changing and implementing things and really um, doing them every single day, then you are going to experience shifts within yourself and then also in your outer reality as well. Very Right. Yeah. I found that too. Um, Like for me, my biggest transformation right at the very beginning was probably physical changes. Because, like, my physical appearance, not just appearance, though, it was also, like, I'm no longer walking with a cane. And, you know, it's like I'm no longer going to treatments. And, you know, like, my body started to feel differently. And that all started to shift. And so my health started to improve. And then, like, I noticed even... Like it was the physical appearance of myself. Like there was a lightness to me. And I, when I say like, not like a light, like, you know, a light radiating, but a lightness because there was a heaviness to me before. And so it was almost like this lightness was coming, all the weight was coming off of me. And so I noticed that. And then of course, you know, when a lot of times in the manifestation, why do we come to discover law of attraction a lot of times? Because we're wanting to manifest something. So probably one of my biggest wins beyond my physical and my inner growth and healing was that very first win was with my SP and to see how he showed up so much differently. Um, Because he was treating me differently. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, did that really work? I know. Like, you start to wonder. You're like, how did that really happen? And then, you know, but then I realized that other people in my life were treating me differently as well. Like, my daughters were showing up differently. My sister was showing, you know, like, everybody started to show up a little bit differently because I was different. So powerful. And so those, yeah, those are some of the major first changes that I was seeing. Um, the healing, I wasn't um, going through, going back to the past all the time and everything. I was noticing that I was releasing a lot of it, and that was powerful for me. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that you said that because I, I, I definitely think it. a lot of it also goes hand in hand with um, we embark on this, not just in a healing journey, but we start cultivating self-love as well. Yes. And like you said, when you start treating yourself differently and you start speaking to yourself in a different way and just seeing yourself in a different way, everyone around you can see that and can feel that. And then they reflect it back onto you. And that is just so wonderful. Yes. I love that. Yes, it is wonderful. So how is it for you now, though? Like, because this was years ago. So how, how has life changed now? And what is it that you do in your daily routine that keeps you in that solid journey and everything? Yeah, so it's, um, it's very interesting because 
like I said before, some of the things that I started implementing at first when I, I started on this journey, I still do now. So I have a morning and evening routine. Um, and I know that the word routine, it, it can have negative connotations. I know um, that some people might be thrown off by that because um, sometimes we hear, we associate routine with like this fancy routine that needs to take a lot of time out of your day and um, you need to put a lot of work into it and um, it's like a burden, but it, it doesn't have to be. Um, right. When I, at first, when I started, I started implementing small things. So I kind of tweaked my daily habits of things I was already doing every single day. Um, for example, I would just, instead of in the evening watching TV or being on my phone, I would just implement journaling. Right. And that's still something I do now. So I journal every single morning and in the mm -hmm. evening. I write on what I'm grateful for. And I also meditate and I do some breath work and tapping as well because that really keeps me grounded and it, I can release anxiety and stress as well. Um, and so I also need to move my body. I love being in yes. nature. I love connecting with nature. And I, I do these things every single day. And I couldn't, I couldn't even do it any other way now. Like it's just second nature to me. Mm -hmm. And I really think if I would stop doing that it would just feel very weird to me like it just wouldn't feel right yeah and um my life just completely changed so mm -hmm. now when I look back like three even just like three years ago four years ago or three years ago like 2019 compared to now I, it's like I don't I can't I can't even put it into words I right. I'm married now so I I'm living with my literal soulmate which three years ago just mm -hmm. to me seemed like Like, I thought I was going to end up alone with, like, dogs. So that was me back then. Um, I love myself. I'm just, I feel very fulfilled. I'm doing something that is aligned with my whole being and with my purpose. And so, of course, I still have, it's not like everything, like I said before, everything is like butterflies right. and like gummy bears all the time. Um, <laughs> so, like, literally, to be very transparent, like, last month was actually very hard for me. Um, I went through a, a rough patch. And um, it took a lot of, because that's just what naturally happens. It's, it's, it's a journey. So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have an end. It's not like one day you manifest like something great and it just ends there. Or you start loving yourself and it ends there. It's, it's a journey that you're on. So you're always going to evolve and yeah. expand and grow. And so um, I, I know now how I can navigate through these rough patches. And that really is what changed the most for me. And yeah, um. Just very grateful for the life I'm living now. How how is it for you now? I love that. I love that. By the way, I love that. Thank you. Um, same thing. I mean, we have our moments um, where we're growing, we're healing. I mean, even though I've been on this journey for so long, it's still like there's little things that come up that you're still healing. And I mean, I say little things. Some of them are big. Some of them are major. And sometimes, you know, you had mentioned early on about how. You know, you look back and you don't even recognize that version of yourself anymore. You're like, and I have even had within this last year, I had a moment that like something happened in my life that triggered that old version of me to pop up. And I was like, oh, I don't like her. Like she can go back there, you know, like, but when that comes up, it really does allow you to recognize number one, how far you've come. 
And it also allows you to um, heal that side of you that, you know, whatever it was that triggered you, you can heal that so that then it's not triggering you anymore. And that old version of yourself doesn't have to creep back in in order to, you know, take care of the situation because that's sort of what happened. And, you know, so we have those moments. Um, Everything's not perfect. Everything's not like you said, rainbows and sparkles. and um, But... It's so much better. Like, I'm not stressing all the time. And I'm not, you know, I'm not in that lower vibration. And I know that, like, speaking of vibration, a lot of times that's in that law of attraction, um, you know, mentality and everything. But we are radiating out of vibration. And I'm not in that lower vibration 95% of the time. 95% of the time. And so it really is about your dominant state. And my dominant state is, I mean, I'm, I'm building a business that I just absolutely love. And, you know, when it's booked and everything, and I just, I love working with my clients. And so this is amazing because now I get to help others because I've taken that journey and I've done that healing. And same with you, like you get to help others and, um, you know, help them along their healing journey. And I love that because we did to hold space for other people as well and help guide them because we've already been that path and we've already turned our lives around. You know, money is not that issue anymore. Um, you know, like the love, the relationships, like they're all there. And I, I'm just, yeah, I could talk about this for hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I, I love that. That was perfectly summed up. Um, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that. This is something, um, cause that's how I look at it now. And I, I assume it's the same for you when I look back. Um, cause for a long time I was ashamed of what I went through and I always kind of ask myself, why did that happen? That was pointless. But now I know that that happened because it now enables me to help others. And so I yes. had experienced that because that was literally just my, my destiny. I, it, so that's how I feel. I don't know how you feel yeah. about that. I do too. I mean, my grandma used to always say that because like growing up and everything, all of the things I've gone through in my life, everything I'd go through, she'd be like, Shannon, you could write a book. You should help others because you've been through so much in your life. And I'm like, I don't know about that, Grandma, you know, (laughs) but I can see it now. I can see how everything that I've been through, I can connect with people because of the fact that I've been there. I've been at that rock bottom. I've been at those health issues. I've been at those money issues. Like I feel what they've, I've felt what they feel. And so I can relate. And I think that when we're able to connect on that level, then it's more because we become invested in, you know, the people that we're working with. And that's what's so valuable is that it's not for me. And I believe for you as well, it's not just about building the business or whatever. It's about connecting people to connecting with people so that they can heal and grow and evolve and manifest and you know manifest the life that they want rather than the life that is on this vicious cycle that they keep having to repeat because I was in that repeated cycle yeah Uh, I mean it was it was not fun no people are as well I feel it's um it's it's it just seems to be a common thing because we're, we're not taught how how we're able to help ourselves no. And so this is why um, I love what you're doing. And I think it's so it's so important that 
we get to share our knowledge and our experience and what we went through so then we can help others as well like you said that is yeah that means everything to me and that is my purpose and that's why I feel so aligned with what I'm doing and I'm so grateful yeah. I get to be able to do that and that I get to channel this whole journey and I not know as a burden <laughs> but mm-hmm. as, as, as something like an asset really so yes yes well, because we've been on here sharing our journeys, and I'm so glad that you guys tuned in and listened with us. Do you have any questions? We are more than happy to answer them to the best of our knowledge today, um, you know, and everything. And so we're happy to answer questions, and we'll probably be sharing more of our journey along the way because, I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah. I think that someone asked a question before, but I don't. Let's see. Someone had early on overwhelmed about finances. Please let me know what to do. The first thing with finances, I would say when you're feeling that overwhelm, um, I think you mentioned it earlier, Jasmine, where you said with the the breathing techniques, Mm, when you're feeling that overwhelm, what you have to do is really, I always say, go to that square breathing I do this between clients. I do this at any chance I can. I will tune into that breathing and everything because I just want to ground and center myself. So I generally close my eyes and take, you know, some slow, deep breaths. And when I say square breathing, it's like in for four, hold it for four, out for four, and hold it for four. And you do that (laughs) enough times, it just kind of calms everything within you. And then you can focus on what you desire, which is the money. When finances are overwhelming us, a lot of times we get caught in that, that negative spiral because let's face it, we're looking at those finances and we're like, yeah. I got to fix this and I got to fix this now. And so, you know, but what you have to do is whatever you're focusing your attention on is what's going to manifest. So you've got to bring that calm within yourself and start to be that person and affirm that I always have enough money. Money always comes to me when needed. As I'm talking, I'm seeing I have been able to manifest many things, but want to know more about money story. We tell ourselves and how we can feel the freedom in finances. Yeah. That freedom in finances that I mean, (laughs) yeah, for me, what changed it was, um, during that journey, I did a lot of inner healing, and I'm and you can chime in too anytime you yeah. want to. Um, but I did a lot of the inner healing where I looked at the pieces of that puzzle that were telling me these inner money stories. You know, whether it was people had told me money doesn't grow on trees, yeah. or you know, money's hard to come by. I mean, I grew up with a single mom and we would move because we didn't have the money for rent or whatever. And so that money story played out for many, many years. And really it was about taking my power back. um, But also realizing what money is. Money is a renewable resource. Money is energy and really giving a different meaning to it and everything. Um, I'm doing all the talking. Do you have anything to suggest? <laughs> yes. No, I, I 100% agree. I was just going to um, also um, say, but you already touched on this, that the stories we tell ourselves, um, those limiting beliefs, that is really so important that we identify them because they're so deeply rooted. 
And I did a lot of inner healing and work around uh, my beliefs around money because, again, they were so deeply rooted and I did I wasn't even aware of, of many of them. And so um, I think it would be really um, good for you to just look at how the people that you grew up with or even the people you, that are, are around you now, how they speak about money and how they act around money and how they think about money. And then you're going to be able to identify how you personally might also feel about money and think about money and act around money. Because most of the times we take on the beliefs from the people that are around us and then they become imprinted upon us and we just kind of accept them as our own, don't we? Like we don't even question why do I I think money is hard to come by or why, why do I think that I have to um, do something I don't like in order to make money. So all of these um, little stories that we tell ourselves, where, where do they come from? And yeah. then, yeah. So and then with the empowerment part of that, when I say take your power back, the empowerment comes from because you get to choose your beliefs now. Yes. You're aware of it. And so when you become aware of the fact that you can choose your beliefs that's empowering because you can now reprogram those beliefs. You don't have to believe that money is hard to come by because everyone has told you that it was. So that's the empowering part where you get to say, I can believe that money's easy to come by. Yeah. And so you get to change that and everything. So you get to choose what your beliefs are going to be and you get to affirm for what you want in your life. And that's empowering. What if I don't like the way they treat money? Well, that's where you get to speak up. You get to choose yeah. your belief. Yeah. And they, and they are your caretakers, so they need to, you need to depend on them. Yeah, that can be tough. Yeah. So with that, I would probably say start affirming differently. Even affirm for them that they are not that way because I'm a believer that people respond to the energy that we're projecting out. So if we have that belief about them, if you believe that they treat money a certain way, they're going to show up that way. And so you can start saying affirmations and changing that belief about what you, how they treat money. Like they have changed how they treat money and they treat money in a healthy way or they spend money, or they make money in a good way. Like, you get to change how they're showing up in your reality. And so, yes, they're caretaking for you, but you are also able to change those beliefs. And plus, that's going to set you up once you are able to be out on your own. That's going to set you up for healthy money mindset as well um, when that time comes. So did you have anything else to say? No, I, I, I agree. And I think it's also very important to remember that th those might be their beliefs, that that might be why they act around money that way and treat money that way. But that doesn't mean that you have to take on those beliefs and that, right. that's, that doesn't mean that these are your beliefs. And so even though it's hard to see them act that way, you don't have to affirm that for yourself. And like you just beautifully said, you can start affirming that they also start adapting their beliefs as well. So yeah. as we said before, you are empowered to, to make your own choices and to change your beliefs because yes. you have the power. Yeah. It's just about embodying that. 
And um, I also wanted to say, just briefly touch on as well that um, it's also very important when it comes to manifesting money. This is something that I have just recently, very recently, um, really learned and could implement. But it's very important that we um, open up to receiving because yes. I know that most of the time, um, and I don't want to go too in depth on this because that's got a lot to do with the masculine and the feminine energy. But a lot of the time when we're like in this doing mode, like we are working towards something and we're always thinking about the money and um, trying to get it to come in, we can actually block ourselves from receiving it because we. it's also important that we lean back and we open up to receiving by just being present in the moment and being grateful for the money we have right now in our bank account and being grateful for all the money that comes in. And uh, yeah, that comes yeah. back to that gratitude. Like if you exactly. receive, I mean, I, I did this in the very beginning when I was manifesting money and I would, you know, I would receive $5 or whatever. And I'd be like, I am so grateful for the money yes. that was given to me today. And it was $5. And then the next time it might've been $20 or, you know, like whatever it was. And even, you know, any time that when I was building my Instagram, it was like, I'm so grateful for the followers I received today or whatever. And like, whatever it is, whether it's money or, you know, your social media, whether it's your business, whether it's your relationships, if you will express gratitude for it, you really do start to get more of that in return. Yeah, that, uh, definitely. Because I think it's so easy for us to just get into this mindset where, you know, when we receive money, like, for example, you just said $5, it, it can be easy for us to think, oh my God, $5, not enough. Right. Not enough. Not enough. Not why? Yeah. And then you, it's this energy again, if you're thinking of, if you're thinking from a state of lack and you're rejecting you're blocking yourself from receiving more money because at the end of the day, money wants to come to someone that it's kind of like think think about money as a person. Would your mm -hmm. if you it's like the same as kind of attracting your SP? Would your SP want to come to you if you're ungrateful and you're like, oh, not you again? Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the version I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that yeah. is is kind of the the same principle here as well. Yeah. And speaking of SP, we do have an SP question. It popped up in the questions. Hi, the guy I love told me he can't give me what I deserve and is planning to meet other girls to settle down with. I really loved him, loved him and believed he is the one. I don't know how to process this to manifest him back. <laughs> this one. Um, yeah, so... With SP, so he is reflecting back something that is within you as far as, I have to keep looking at the question to be yes. able to say, because I'm like, I'm trying to follow along the question. Oh, so with him planning on meeting other girls, there, uh, from what I've um, worked with with many clients, what I oftentimes find is when there's a third party, it's usually a reflection of an insecurity within you. And so this is a belief that you have manifested in and um, everything as far as him not choosing you. And so what you have to do is start doing the inner work, start doing that inner healing and focusing on yourself. Because number one, if we are focusing on ourselves what happens? They always come back. I mean, they always do. Even my high school boyfriend comes back still. And it's amazing. You know, I know. I always laugh about that. Um, and, you know, he'll ask me, are you still with that guy? <laughs> so I think it's so funny. 
So they always come back, but you really have to tune into your energy. What are your beliefs about relationships? What are your beliefs about men? What are your beliefs about, you know, like whatever that is, um, you have to tune into that. And when you start working on yourself and you start healing those beliefs within yourself and changing them, like you can automatically, if you want to start affirming for the fact that, no, he wants to be with me. He knows that he, he wants to be the man that I deserve to be with. Because if he says he can't give you what you deserve, then affirm for the fact that he is stepping up to be the man that you deserve. And so start changing and shifting that belief that you have within yourself about how he's showing up. Do you have anything to say about that, Jasmine? That was wonderful. I um, also, I mean, I agree. It's so important to focus on yourself. And I know that this can be so hard, especially when it comes to manifesting your speed, because I've been there um, three years ago. And <laughs> I know it was very hard to not focus on the outside and what was actually going on. But again, we have all the power over ourselves. So when we really focus on, like you just said, our beliefs about relationships, love, men, um, and also in general your self-concept as well. Like how how do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you treat yourself? What do you believe about yourself? And this doesn't mean, of course, again, that if you sometimes doubts creep in or you think like your thoughts go into a negative direction, like, you know, you worry about him being with someone else, like what is he doing right now? Um, doesn't mean that something bad is going to happen, but really just mainly focusing on your inner self and your beliefs that can take a lot of the pressure away um so then you don't always have to look at what's really going on because i know it's hard to ignore the 3d and your reality right and sometimes we look at the 3d and we think oh i've messed it up but you can't mess up your you can't mess up your manifestation you just can't sometimes we can accidentally manifest something that we that is undesirable but you can't mess it up that desire, if that desire is within you to have that relationship, then that is meant for you. That desire is already yours. It's meant for you. You will have it. It's about doing the work in order to allow it. I know that one of the most powerful things was for me, eye opening during this journey was I used to get so mad. So I've known um, my guy for 10 years and we had ups and downs. We had ons and offs, like all of that. And during one of the earlier times of us dating, early on, like about a year in, I remember sitting next to him and reading a text message that he typed out to his ex-wife. And it had said that, um, he'd said, why is it that I can tell you I love you, but I can't say it to my girlfriend? I was sitting right next to him. It broke my heart at first. And what I realized is that I was not allowing the love in. And so if your SP is saying that he can't give you what you deserve, maybe it's about opening up and allowing him to give you what you deserve. Not changing anything in the 3D, because when we go to our SPs and we try to say something or we try to fix it in the 3D, that never ends well. So that's not the way to do it. It's about changing the story that we have within ourselves and then the 3D conforms to reflect that. So you first have to go within. Um, and on that, I'm going to say that if any of you that are still watching want to DM me what you're manifesting, 
I will send you a freebie. Um, there are things that maybe I give to clients when I'm working with them and it's little exercises that they can do. And I will send that to you. So when you DM me though, tell me what you're manifesting in. If you're manifesting money, if you're manifesting a relationship, I'll, I'll send the one that's appropriate for what you're wanting to manifest in. And that'll be like just something special for jumping on the live today um, and spending this time with us. So yeah, I wanted to throw that out there for you. We do have one more thing um, that I want to cover and that is the small business owner um, that jumped on with us. And I'm so glad to see that you jumped on and about being stressed about finances Again, with finances and with a small business, because obviously both Jasmine and I are in that small business area, um, it's really about being showing that gratitude for the little wins along the way, because that's going to create bigger wins, and affirming, um, tuning into that affirmation that you, your, your desire to open up the small business that you have it means that it was aligned for you. And so it is meant to work out. And so to shift your mindset to the fact that this is meant for me, because when you shift your mindset to this is meant for me, then you're going to be able to allow every aspect of it to come in. And if that's the finances for the, you know, the business, if that's all of the growth that's about to pour into the business, whatever that is, allow it to come in. Do you have anything to say, Jasmine? Very nicely said. No, um, I agree. And again, what we already talked about before, just really being grateful for every single dollar that comes in. Yeah. No matter what amount that is, but just really, I like to always literally say, either out loud or in my mind, thank you. I'm so grateful that you came my way. No matter what amount of money I'm getting into my bank account. Um, yeah. That's why I always say, and because again, the universe is not going to keep giving you presents. It's kind of like when you when it's Christmas and there's so many presents under the tree, and you just keep opening one after the other, and you're like, hmm. Hmm. yeah. But yeah, then the person's not going to give you so many presents next time. So that's the same with this. So always really being grateful and just trying to embody that energy yes. and you will match um, to receive more. And I also just wanted to say, because you um, mentioned your freebie, um, that was my my call. Um, you can also DM me if you want to receive a 14-day self-love makeover freebie that I've created where um, I'm going to send you affirmations for 14 days and a morning and evening routine um, checklist and also a personal self-love meditation that I... Um, Call it for you and yeah if you're interested in cultivating your self-love because again we talked about this today in this whole conversation it's so important to really shift within yourself and start focusing on that self-love and how you treat yourself yes. and speak to yourself so yeah if you're interested you can DM me and I'll send that over to you yes so if you have any other questions you can DM us we will try to get to those as well we're so happy that you guys joined us and spent this hour with us Yay. it's so exciting like we were able to share so much and we were able to hopefully give you some value while you were here visiting with us as well so yeah do you have anything else to say jasmine just um i think someone said letting go of past her tips please relationship um how you can let go of past her 
I think that was the question. Okay, how do I let go of the past hurts? Quick answer that, and then before we... Yeah, most definitely. Letting go of past hurts. So for me, I am notorious for... um, I believe in you're having to do the forgiveness work. And when you're letting go of those past hurts, this is the way that I have found to be able to let go of that. And that is I write letters. I write letters. I am a letter writer. I'm going to write it all out to the person that has hurt me. Now I'm not saying do not give this person the letter. That's not what this is about. This is about, Getting all of that emotion out into that letter and then forgiving them, writing out that you're forgiving them in that letter. And then I write in that same letter, I write that I'm forgiving myself because so many times what ends up happening with those past hurts is that not only are we having to forgive them, but we have to forgive ourselves because I mean, especially in the manifestation, you know, beliefs and stuff, you've manifested in some of that. And so if you've manifested that in, you have to let go of that and you have to forgive yourself. I mean, I know I had a lot of that forgiveness work that I had to do. Me, I'm a letter writer and I'm going to burn it. I'm going to burn that letter when I'm done writing it because I feel there's an energetic release that takes place when you burn that letter. Um, I've had some clients that have not wanted to do that and they shred it. So either way, um, I just feel that in destroying that letter, it's, it's telling your subconscious mind that you are letting it go. And so when you're letting go of the past, you have to do something that's going to release it. And that is like a mental release for you. And so you write it down. All of it, you just write it all down and you just destroy it. So you just get rid of it. And then you're like, it's done. It's done. I'm letting it's it go. an emotional release as well. I yeah. Like. I, I love that. I think it's it's just so funny how you do this as well because I it's even part of my um, self-love course as well. It's one oh, okay. of exercises is to write a letter to yourself to forgive mm-hmm. yourself and then burn it or rip it into pieces. It's so yeah. powerful. I, I love that you do that as well because yes. for me I, I do that as well with heavy emotions that I want to release um and I can always I, I imagine when the smoke is blowing out the window that this is everything I want to release literally I visualize it just vanishes and when like, you say going out the window you're not like burning it in the house are you safely safely in the sink I have my incense um, burning thingy. okay Okay, here's a lesson. Don't (laughs) burn letters in the house. And the reason I say this is because there's there's, um, things in paper and pens that releases a toxic fume into your house. That's why I have the window open. Okay. (laughs) Just be careful. Don't burn your houses down. I'm not recommending that. I am somebody who I go in the middle of concrete. I go in the middle of concrete and I usually like one piece of paper and I just like burn it, you know, and, it, and sometimes it's five pieces of paper because I wrote a lot because I had a lot to forgive. Um, but if I write, if I burn that much or you do it like in a burn pile or whatever, I know we did that with um, a lot of things that we were burning at one point. 
just rip yes it. you can shred it you can tear it you can do whatever but please do it safely exactly because you're just trying to get rid of the past you're not trying to burn everything down exactly. <laughs> that's why i always say safely burn it if you can if not rip yes it. yes yes so yeah i hope that answers your question as far as letting go of the past i think i have a post on um my feed as well of letting go of the past um, because I think that that's so, um, crucial to your manifestation journey to make a barbecue. Also cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're so welcome. We're so glad you joined us and, um, hung out with us today. So glad we could, um, help you and you guys yeah. have some value out of this. Amazing. Yes. All right. Well, I will, I'll be talking to you soon, Jasmine. If you guys want to join or if you want to DM us, for our freebies, go ahead and DM us. I will be sending mine out tomorrow because it's later in the evening. I mean, it's late for Jasmine, too. Yeah. So she'll be sending it out tomorrow as well Definitely. because it's really late for her. Yeah. Like 11 p.m. now, so I'll be sending it to you tomorrow if you DM me. Yes, yes. All right, we'll be talking to you all soon. Thank you for joining us, and I'll talk to you again soon, Jasmine, as well. Thank you. All right, thank everyone. you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this episode, you would absolutely make my day if you could leave me a five-star rating so that my content is able to reach even more people who need it. Thank you so much for all your support, love and light to you, and I'll see you in the next episode.